Welcome to the Indian Silicon Valley podcast. I'm your host Jivraj and on this podcast I speak with founders, investors and domain experts from the Indian Valley trying to understand the art of building a legendary company. In this episode I speak with Sandeep Nelva, co-founder of Polygon. Sandeep and team are leading the web3 wave from India for the world. Polygon is by far the largest protocol built out of India. and it continues to raise the bar by leading many innovative breakthroughs in the crypto ecosystem through the next 60 minutes we uncover how sandeep and team have gotten this far this journey has been massively challenging but we are finally at the forefront of leading tech thanks to polygon we discuss the continuous innovation evident at polygon understand how to build brilliant teams decode what it was like earlier and what it is like right now while going deeper into the impacts of incidents like the recent FTX crash on the ecosystem. Sandeep has been super candid throughout this conversation and I can assure you a plethora of brilliant insights through this entire episode. But before we get started, here is a quick word about our sponsor. This episode of the Indian Silicon Valley podcast is presented by Stride Ventures, which is one of India's leading venture debt funds. becoming synonymous with innovative startup financing in India. Stride Ventures provides comprehensive solutions going beyond venture debt to cater to distinctive challenges faced by high growth and inherently strong businesses backed by leading institutions. The fund has a portfolio of over 60 plus diversified companies having deployed more than 1500 crore rupees to date. In just over 2 years, Stride Ventures has emerged as the preferred venture debt lender in the Indian ecosystem. To know more about this phenomenal fund, visit strideventures.in. That is spelled as S T R I D E V E N T U R E S . I N. And with that, let's dive in to the 126th episode of the Indian Silicon Valley podcast with Sandeep Nelwar of Polygon. Thank you so much Sandeep for joining me. Incredibly delighted to be hosting you today. Thanks. Thanks Jibraj for having me here. Great to hear that Sandeep and through the next 45 minutes I want to uncover a bunch of aspects around the web3 ecosystem and the category creation spree that Polygon personally is on. As we get started I'd love to discuss for context building what your genesis with the ecosystem has been. How did you get into the ecosystem? What was that first influence that got you in? and what continued it would be lovely to hear yeah so i mean back in the day i was uh, i i had a b2b e-commerce startup uh, which i ran briefly for like one one and a half year and uh, it was not scaling as much as you know i would have liked it to be and i was like you know okay i need to because i wanted to do something that can scale fast like you know i wanted to see that exponential scale whatever i am building in and uh, that's the time i thought that okay you know maybe this would never scale as uh, you know what i am uh, looking to do i let me go into the deep tech space then i started learning a bit about ai realized that already a lot of people are there plus a lot of mathematics and which you know i at that stage in my life uh, i was already 5 years passed out uh, i mean or graduated from my engineering so you know then obviously in 2015 and bitcoin was picking up its like next cycle like you know bitcoin has these four yearly cycles especially related to the price and you know they give specific kind of uh, attention in in the market so you know i stumbled on to bitcoin uh, and i had known about bitcoin back in 2013 so when the bitcoin name came across my name Oh, across my mind, I thought that okay, you know, this thing is still not dead. Like because in two thousand thirteen, when I had first, uh, you know, heard about it, you know, I could not get the money context and you know, like how how can you create money, which is this thing and all that, without going into the details. This time, I thought that you know, okay, maybe I'm missing something really big here. Okay, so I went deep into that, understood the concepts of uh, you know, money and things like that. you know read about bitcoin also and i realized that okay this is really genius right like basically but the computer science engineer and me i actually actually did not get into the money aspect of it that much but i kind of realized that somebody has created this computer which is decentralized computer 
which only does one thing which is payments okay which is payment in bitcoin right and this is being done in a decentralized setting like this is kind of a decentralized computer you have created and i thought that okay this is only doing one small computation what if we could do complex business logic on it at that point in time i did not know about ethereum per se and then i think 3 4 weeks later on i stumbled onto ethereum and i said okay this is the exact thing i am looking for and i wanted to get into the tech piece also and i thought that okay this is also a very new field it will give you know I, at least i would not be a, at a dis- disadvantage to other programmers who have been because i was already 5 years into this and all that right after my engineering into business side i said okay let me take a plunge and you know that's the time when i fully went back to programming did a lot of coding myself and things like that and that's where it all started and after that like you know once you once you get into crypto once you get the basic aspects of it it takes time for you to have that aha moment but when you get that it's very very hard like i don't think like uh, if once you get that moment you would not do anything else in your life like i i i can barely think uh, of myself doing anything else till the time the system actually matures and all that but this is so exciting and interesting got it got it very interesting to hear and glad that you know aha moment came to you because what you've done post that is very commendable i want to understand more around you know how you thought about polygon in the initial days when it was called start with matic there was a lot of conjecture around how will ethereum scale and that's the problem you're trying to tackle what i want to understand is given that there was uncertainty there were other layer two solution stuff like that what did you think at the time how did you know this would work is what i'm trying to understand because it was very uncertain i'm sure vcs rejected you as well there are the stories right uh, so what kept you going and how did you know you were on the right track until you cracked it it would be very interesting to know sandeep absolutely uh, i think the most important thing was that you know uh, when i went into crypto all in and you know i started developing myself i was developing a lot of client projects right like i because i just offered myself as a freelancer for some time right and then i built a lot of d apps and it was very clear to me that at this kind of gas fees even if like that point in time the gas fees like you know for doing one transaction it was already costing like 50 cents to a dollar because i was building like uh, for one client uh, you know they wanted to do referral scheme like you know on chain referral scheme dab for referrals right and uh, you know i thought that how many referrals these guys can do if each referral is costing 1 uh, on chain which is also fluctuating and all that and i was very clear that you know this is not the scalability part then crypto kitties movement happened right like you know the whole ethereum got then all that so i think it was very clear the writing was, was on the wall for everyone that ethereum is a great place to have to secure value to do large value transactions but once more mass adoption comes in you know you will need more scalability that 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 concept was already very clear then uh, you know i uh, you know i and jenty met uh, you know via some uh, some of indian like crypto ecosystems and th- things like that and jenty was working on this thing called plasma as a you know researcher and developer and all that and uh, you know when i when i met the initially the plasma was also built to only do payments and you know this was my code thing also i said you know only for payments i don't think how many people are going to use it but jayanti said that you know i am not trying to build only payments but i am just trying to have the whole evm like virtual machine on the layer 2 and that time it was not clear that whether on the plasma setting like the the way plasma is constructed will be able to do more than payments you can't basically the concept of layer 2 is that you want to do some computation on this layer 2 but still be able to prove everything back on ethereum that's the concept of layer 2 very basic do computation somewhere else but still be able to prove everything back that yes you did everything correctly so in plasma setting more than payments you know kind of proving more than payments was not possible but i said that okay you know at least we are going in the right direction even if we are able to initially right now we know only payments but later on maybe more technologies will evolve and things like that and then we started uh, you know we joined hands and we started matic network and uh, you know we got the funding little bit like you know from some sources i knew and all the like very small funding like 5 10 lakhs like seed kind of funding and all that and i we started working together so the main thing i think the the key message here is that i think because i myself had that problem building those d apps 
I was very clear that the scalability is a very big challenge uh, on for for Ethereum. You know, to be honest, a lot of that time the scalability was also a very big concept in the market also because a lot of other layer ones were raising money and all that like hundreds of you know fifty hundred million hundred million dollars, and uh, you know there were some layer twos who were raising money also, but primarily at that point in time it was layer one. I don't know how. I mean, for us it. it comes intuitively once you develop on blockchain like you know i also set up the nodes and all that i think we were very clear that layer 1 is not going to work like layer 1 ethereum had already got a certain amount of network effects and unless something goes really really wrong we thought that you know it's not going to these network effects are going to keep on increasing so we were very clear that that scalability and concept wise also we were very clear that the scalability for the whole world just like we have like apps today right if the dapps have to go that level of scale it cannot be on one single layer on on the layer one so we were very clear that we will not build a layer one it's hard to say why we felt that but we always felt that you know we, we in my mind and i think that concept of punching above the weight is also always there uh, back of like that's a part of who i am so you know i always used to think that okay yeah i mean all these layer ones we will beat them once they come to the market and uh, you know that's what that's what has happened in the past till now that's phenomenal to hear i think that that's a great point punching above your weight and that conviction that founders have it's definitely contagious lovely to hear those stories and how far you've come and in fact if we were to come to present day it's phenomenal that every next tweet that we see we're seeing polygon doing something very new category creating and also establishing standards which are the adoption from jp morgan nike instagram what not uh, talk to us about how do you as now founders who have definitely reached a point where there is is product market fit there is scalability as a company and there is category creation market leading what is the next frontier of innovation for you zk rollups you've released but how do you as a founder keep that lens that okay we'll keep beating ourselves and we'll keep leading the market talk to us about some of those aspects now that you are at a point where you know we've all seen established success sandeep Yeah, yeah. But see, from outside, it might look like you know we have succeeded and we have certain amount of product market fit and all that. But between, like you know, I, I mean, as a team, as a as as a protocol, we know that you know we are not at that stage. Like right now, whatever the level of technology we have, if we don't evolve on that, this will this will fail, right? Like eventually, this will get outdated. And this industry already moves so fast. I think zero knowledge technology is something where we have. conviction that that can provide a level of scale which can provide the protocol escape velocity right like escape velocity means like you know as a protocol because protocols are very different than you know product or the platforms right like skill like platforms also but uh, protocols once they reach their escape velocity then they are very hard to stop like you know then you have to do really stupid to kind of completely take away those network effects to answer that question simply we don't think i don't think anybody of us has any kind of illusion that you know we have reached a place where uh, you know our, our product market fit is there and all that I, i think we are we are still far from that once zk comes in maybe in one maybe in 18 months th- that point in time we would get to know more like you know that the adoption part we have the tech we have to you know keep evolving keep evolving and reach a place which is which is at a certain level and after that only maybe this feeling can come but as of now that feeling is not there because it's not true because from outside it might look like, okay nike is building on this jp morgan is building on this must be good it is good but it is only good enough it's not it's not fully right now what we are building right not fully fully future proof right future proof as we say and for that only like this aggressive building like you know we have like 200 300 engineers building all these zero knowledge technology multiple uh, options and 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 you know, things like that i think in 18 to 24 months we'll reach there maybe got it no absolutely the hunger is definitely visible and i love the humility there and i'm i'm sure it's true as well right because this is such a fast moving category creating ecosystem to begin with but what's interesting is as you mentioned right there are so many great people working towards this unified objective talk to us about the talent gap that exists in the crypto ecosystem because it is new and how polygon has gone about getting some of the best people in categorizing and you know be very comfortable with 
this scale journey as well as uh, be on the path to be future proof as you mentioned what are tools and trades of you know making a very very strong talent organization yeah i mean see polygon has had like one is polygon of polygon that you see today like you know today we have a kind of institutionalized team right uh, you know very capable ceo and uh, people from big tech uh, in marketing and all the other divisions and things like that and they are doing things and working on things in a more kind of buttoned up way as we say right but it was not always the same like you know when we were a smaller setup this kind of talent was hard first of all that kind of talent was not there at all and if at all that was there that was also very costly which was outside of our range i think for me and and you know these are separate like you know i i take care of the business division uh, jenty and uh, anurag take care of the technical part and all that and i think in both the divisions what we have seen is we took junior people who were hungry or we thought they were hungry and uh, you know good people and then we groomed them i think like some person from our team also you know had a meme tweeted out that you know they just uh in the interview uh, it was like a one you know that for me it's i am i am more like like somebody already told me that you know for this hiring thing let's say the both extremes right one is you do very little interview and hire and the other is you do extensive you know scrutiny of who you are bringing in and then you hire and somebody was telling me like somebody senior with whom i respect they said at the end of the day the outcome the the distribution of like outliers versus non performers versus median performers will be the same so i real you know i also there was a time where we spent a lot of time in interview and all that but then that was not very intuitive for me for me the intuitive part is this like i meet some per somebody if they have basic skills basic knowledge of this thing after that i only check whether this guy is a good human being the vibe is good you know it, it's it's good for me to you know i want to wake up and speak to this guy that's it like that's it for me especially like in this stage maybe going forward now there are so many people in crypto and there are so many options that time the options were also not there so for me that was the only thing. like if some context and good human being and you know i would simply you know recruit and 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 then you know go forward and and for the longest time my teams i ran as and there are again like these multiple school of thoughts that you know whether it's like a family or you should run it like a sports team those netflix all the things very good like very you know maybe they are able to implement it and all that i am not a person who can implement that like i am a very personal like professionalism is a very personal thing for me right so in my professional profession uh, professional relationships also i have a very personal relationship with people so i think only thing i that to also not fully but i try to do is be myself like you know i mean beyond a certain time i stopped uh, you know taking this uh, like you know the the the, the entrepreneur gyan or like you know these books and all that are good like i still read them and i soak up the knowledge but i realize that much of that is not very intuitive to me and uh, i feel that when i do things intuitively they are much better than you know whenever and, and i do it do it quite a lot because i am a person who always doubts myself that no 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 maybe i don't know like who who am i like what whatever i you know previously i have not built a google or a facebook before right so maybe you know okrs are good or maybe you know like all these things hrbp this this that like you not know, so many things that you have maybe they are good so you know i right now i switch between a balance that okay you know sometimes i said okay you know maybe i don't know you do it this way and some of the times and increasingly now when i'm realizing that a lot of intuitive decisions and the things that i were running were much better than you know this corporate or entrepreneurship gyan so that's why like i'm more and more now following or trying to follow my intuition i think that gives you always the best answer because you are in the middle of the game nobody from outside whether it's a consultant or somebody on a youtube or a audio book or some you know paper book can give you the advice that you know how you should do it i think your intuition has the best answer in most of those scenarios but be humble again like you know i mean if you start playing like no 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 this is this is how i i do like you know i mean if you close yourself to the ideas then also so it's a very fine line like you know if i go 
either extreme i will fail so sometimes i have to do this sometimes i have to doubt myself and many like some critical ans only thing you need to do is like some critical things like that pareto's law right so 20% of things will have 80% of impact i think those 20% or even 5% of those things there you need to you know kind of play it but your intuition got it got it this is brilliant i think very very candid of you to mention and sandeep i mean i usually ask this towards the end of the episode but we often don't get to see how founders have scaled we see that okay the companies reach from you know three people to let's say a 3000 employees what not it's reached a certain stage scale all of that but very difficult to quantitatively measure what the co-founders go through if you had to give us you know more of a depth to how you've grown like you just mentioned about doubt you just mentioned about intuitiveness these are all very personal things how do you think you have evolved as somebody who was in 2016 17 playing around uh, with these ideas to now having built an institution of sorts which you are trying to of course take to the next level uh, how have you grown in that journey qualitatively uh, what is your thought there i think that'll be lovely to hear especially as young entrepreneurs look to you when they set out to build new companies hmm yeah i think I, i'm just thinking out loud here and this this is my opinion like it's only my opinions like you know and not only not even strongly held opinions but this is my current stage of opinions whatever i'm going to say i feel that this founder growing and scaling and you know like the us kind of system like in us they say that uh, you know as the company grows the founders become more freerer like freerer maybe they they have more free time so i feel that those companies where the founders are becoming more freer and this is i am saying in a time horizon maybe you know like after 15 years or 20 years when when let's say google or uh, you know like larry page and all these people separated or oracle after 20 25 years the founders taking a back seat i think that might work otherwise i this is my current state of opinion that i don't think that the founders can you know all those kind of things like scale or you know have less time and all that stuff like founders have to grind for years like in more than a decade 10 15 and as of now again i feel that you know the moment i start taking and maybe i am very early in my journey i am just doing it for last one year hardly right eight nine months so uh, trying to scale myself and you know having these teams delegating most stuff and all that more often than not i feel the urge and i feel that it's very important that i have to go back so i go back in and you know till now i have two three cycles like you know my workload goes a little bit down then it goes like five times because you know now i'm behind once i have delegated more and then it stays there stays there then i try to bring it down then there have been two cycles like that so i have right now i'm increasingly of the opinion that you know i don't think that the founders if you want to have the company growing at a insane amount of growth rate and all that then i don't think the founders can detach themselves at such an early stage maybe 10 15 years once the company is fully established and the escape velocity the product market fit strongly has been achieved on that maybe then but as of now I, my opinion is like it's very hard to detach for me and i i am like i suffer due to that to be honest like there is just too much on my plate but uh, you know can't help it have to do it because the mission is actually much bigger and i i think that's when when you have a mission that uh, for me for example that mission is like you know the mass adoption of web3 and i'm very like i tweeted about it also like you know i'm i'm i feel that i am spiritually devoted to that mission now that you know i have to do this so so that powers you but there is yeah it's hard for me to scale till now that way that's very very raw and very very candid of you to mention i think these are things that we have to hear and i think um, of course use it to our context but it's good to know what you think about this in a very raw fashion i think coming to the next part and you know addressing the elephant in the room uh, with the little i know about the web3 ecosystem there was you know a major event that took place last week which is ftx uh, crash and all of that uh, whatever happened right as an outsider what i feel is it becomes very challenging it's already challenging to be a founder but to be a founder in an ecosystem which has such macro flux right up and downs how how do you deal with it so as somebody who's seen these cycles before as well maybe a couple of them uh, what do you have to think about this situation and how do you as a founder make peace with the ups and downs of the ecosystem when it is impacting you 
would love to know your thoughts there in a candid way yeah two three things so see first of all nobody is able to cope this like this industry is crazy it's crazy and i'm telling you in 4 5 years there will be somebody will do a study on the mental health of people in crypto and i think like there will be some startling results like you know i think everybody is depressed here because the problem is that this industry is so fast moving and it doesn't stop like you know the basically see like two biggest and the hardcore industries where there is like Im- immense amount of workload in the traditional world is first the finance industry and then second tech industry right and now in crypto you merge these two things and plus plus there is no weekend there is no christmas holiday like there's no blockchain which stops on 5 pm at uh, on friday and then you know resumes i i i actually was saying that uh, you know somebody should build that blockchain like you know automatically resumes on monday and i mean so that's why like you know first of all this industry is very challenging in the sense that there is too much going on but not challenging in the sense that once you get a hang of it this is this is like very very addictive also once you are into it you can't let go of it that that's why so many people are there i'm not saying that it's only challenging it's challenging but it's also very interesting and once you get a hang of it you can't stop yourself also but definitely extremely challenging uh, industry in the sense that in terms of engagement about the sequence of event like first is the is the fundamentals like let's talk fundamentals on what happened in this event so the core concept of crypto is basically you there is no like concept of crypto is removing third parties right removing third parties from the middle right whether it's a whether it's a it's money it's bank it's a bank like you are directly peer to peer engaging with somebody else whether it's a social media you are directly peer to peer engaging with other peers right and like there is no third party who is managing it or as less even if there is a third party that third party is at least trust minimized you don't have to trust the third party and all that like it's it is more open and all that now what happened in this particular scenario is ftx is a centralized exchange which allows people to do easy access to the crypto like if you do normally then you have to do your own like manage your own keys because imagine like you know remember that we are trying to remove third party so if you want to do crypto in its truest truest sense then you will have to create your own wallet manage your own keys and what not and then you access something uh, or trade or whatever you want to do whereas in this scenario for people you know who don't have this much technicality and access they can simply go to a fintech app this was actually a crypto fintech app where people go sign up with an email just like this thing deposit your money and then trade there is no difference than robin hood or zeroda or anything and that app because in crypto in 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 non crypto space like you know equities or commodities and all that there there is like nsdl who's managing the who owns how much shares right there's no technical delivery of this in crypto there is actually delivery of the item like you know when you buy bitcoin there is the exchange is holding bitcoin on your behalf and this exchange fellow actually you know it came out suddenly that he was for the user deposits like the user deposited funds they were like you know investing those funds in this thing doing big deals and what not it came out that you know there was some few billion dollars and all that so it's not a failure of crypto per se uh that in the truest sense that's what like you know defi is decentralized finance you own your own keys and none of the decentralized finance uh, protocol failed all this year actually there have been multiple events this was the biggest event actually uh but what failed is that people trusted again and actually if anything this ftx scenario uh shows or enhances the values of crypto actually for our crypto people also where we all have to go back to our roots that what were we doing because you know suddenly a lot of people in the from the real world came in like the traditional world came in and they had easy access to these fintech apps built on crypto and one of those apps uh, screwed up so i think for in the for the for the medium to long term it's a good thing because now everybody will think twice about this thing and we are already seeing that people are like the, the at least the people who know they are moving their funds out of those exchanges and things like that but yes this has been a watershed event for us as a whole industry and from the people who are from outside and now discuss let's discuss the perception part for the outside perception yes it reduces the perception of the or diminishes the per- perception of the industry by a lot i think we would have been pushed back by at least one or two or three years because of this the kind of uh, 
uh, interest the institutions were showing suddenly they are all scared because they don't know the technicality of the of the things and uh, they are also scared now so definitely this this was a very very big event it pushes back the, the crypto industry by 2 3 years but it's fine like you know the people who are here for the long run doesn't matter got it now that's very helpful i think that clarifies a bunch of things talking about ecosystems we've now seen a surge of indian web3 companies coming up and of course looking at polygon there's so much reassurance there's now somewhat proof that okay if polygon can do it maybe we can as well and that is starting to show the multiple initiatives championed by polygon as well to make this movement a success what have you seen evolve in india and where are we today when it comes to the global landscape are we there already what are things that we are going to see in the near future that will actually enhance us as an ecosystem would love to know your thoughts on that front yeah so i think in indian ecosystem the best part that happened is that there were there are a lot of uh, developers who came in the second thing is many of these developers are working for a lot of external companies also the, the best part i find is that you know a lot of developers get like you know usd salaries and all that so those things have but that has actually created a very competitive environment for normal startups also because you know crypto startups are paying in uh, us dollar kind of salaries which can be like humongous in indian context but i think that's a that's one good development where the indian developers are indian developers can focus more on or at least the top indian developers can focus more on quality instead of quantity previously we had like you know the the services business in india like the services companies they have like very very low quality engineers like the focus is have like 50 like body shopping kind of thing but was there right like i think this heightened salary and all that this will attract the quality talent to increase their quality and uh, you know be more quality represented so so that is good part second thing is i think one good thing that happened uh, with because of polygon is that you know now a lot of vcs they think that there can be more companies like are they missing on the next polygon from india and things like that so i think that way we have been uh, like you know it's had been a very lucky and fortunate thing for us when we were starting the situation was very very bad nobody was investing in indian startups and uh, i was i even you know mentioned in on this thing that you know the 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 brown discount became brown premium in some time right so now it's, it's easier like i mean to raise funds and all that so uh, for indian startups so i think there is a lot of now experimentation possibilities for indian startups which is good part but i think quality needs to be improved a lot a lot like you know now only now we see some of the elite developers elite uh, entrepreneurs previously are getting into it uh, into crypto from india i think that's a good sign but we need more quality coming through it i think that's the part and where where our developers have to mature and the the uh, one other part is like you know all indian developers we are all very business centric right like we very few people of us actually do tech for tech like even the ctos and all that of the company you will find they would also be they would have also done businesses before whereas like you know from the from the from the western world or outside world when you'll see you'll see a cto he'll be a cto like he's like in there for the technology like passionate and all that and that's why their quality can be at times very very good whereas like all indian developers have a business bent of mind also which is good like obviously that helps us to build the consumer apps but for a nascent space like web3 i think many of the times you have to think about these hardcore deep tech applications many of the times those ideas also don't make sense like dao's dao related ideas have never made sense to indian developers for the longest time right so but there are things happening like you know i mean uh, in the external world so i i want more innovation innovative projects coming out of india also not only consumer apps or you know like straight forward like okay this is the thing like you know thinking something more on the crazy and revolutionary side also some percentage of our crowd should be there like you know that's what i i am i'm trying to say here absolutely no no that's that's helpful to understand any cues on why that happens i mean is it just like traditionally we've been that way or consumer apps are more fans they they come across more naturally is that the reason i think i think there is it's basically our historical uh, you know background also so see 
historically if you remove the last 10 15 years generally the largest part of the indian like you know developers and all that would be coming from middle class right and they for all of us you know earning your bread right or making yourself financially stable is the first goal so i think everybody has some certain some level level of bent towards like how to make money and things like that right but i think the next generations who are coming where their parents have already been it in it and all that and they come from a certain background like certain stability background right i think it's all about prosperity so in the next one or two generations we will see people who are the reason i'm saying is so we have a lot of developers like if you have the standard normal curve right the middle part of the curve we have extremely smart developers and our curve in terms of the talent the middle part like the middle 40 50% people they are much better than the uh, people in the western world right like more smarter than this but the outliers like the 5% 10% outliers that we have their outliers are much bigger outliers than our outliers our outliers still would be like a little bit business oriented things like that but their outliers like whoever if somebody is a scientist then he is a scientist like he he's there because he wants to be scientist only and the follow sake of that money and everything is a by product i think for us for out for our outliers i think gene wise we are we have like more i, I think very good uh, genetically and all that uh, in terms of the this thing but uh you know everything is great over there but it's just that you know it's like one or two cycles of or two generations of prosperity and i think then we will reach a place where you know our outliers will can can be actually uh, outliers as good as like the rest of the world again that's my observation a current level of opinion it can change no no but that's very interesting that could be for a very viral tweet of graphics right uh, i think that'll be very interesting to see but this has been interesting sandeep we've covered a array of things as we closed on i'd love to know the other side of who you are which is to say that you've also started very proactively supporting the ecosystem through either investing mentorship being out there tweeting your learnings multiple of these things you also now have a fund right so from the other side of the table of somebody who's you know seen rejections from venture investors who may or may not understand the space to being on the other side and supporting young founders with capital uh, how has your decision making refined over time what do you you know if i were to cut it to the basics what do you look for a founder building in web3 today what is your decision making process there would love to know that side of things hmm so i think in the web3 space previously i invested or angel invested like to a lot of indian startups because i you know wanted to promote all of them so anybody i saw that you know is talking sense and has some technical background has right intentions you know not doing like a token token thing and all that i would support them that was previous the strategy and then i did it for like some non indian projects also like you know the the some founder i know and all that because you know it basically aligns with my mission again as i said that there is this statistics i read somewhere that in the traditional world one out of 10000 apps become successful right like you know on on google and apple play stores i think they we have total like 5 million total 2.5 million each apps right in these app stores and out of them like 10 one out of 10000 is successful so in crypto the total number of apps would be like the good quality funded apps and all that would be hardly like right now 4 5000 10000 10, right so we we have not done ex- enough amount of experimentation so that's why like you know all this fund and angel investments i keep doing wherever uh it is coming like actually i don't even look at those investment like I, i i think i would have lost like a serious amount of money on that like i just don't see and i am expecting that one or two out of them will become like this thing the same vc thing will become like uh tx or whatever 100x and then i recover my principal that's the intention of that even in the fund also like the fund is also fund is slightly different like uh, it it is like primarily operated by my other friend uh, kenzi like who has this innate like as i said that he's now there is at a place in life he is just doing it for the sake of because he likes to help entrepreneurs like that's that's where his fun of life is right so that is more of a hand holding kind of fund like via an accelerator and this and that that's not like kind of a vc fund vc vc fund you give money and then 
but it's more like they arrange sessions and all that i also go sometimes like you know but i i'm not able to give enough time obviously because of polygon but i still try to you know mentor like you know one half an hour session monthly and things like that uh, to help uh, entrepreneurs or one one hour a month i kind of give it to them uh, for mentorship and uh, and yeah like the the goal is not to just be like you know investing money and in this thing but to create this network of these web3 entrepreneurs like initially we help and groom let's say two three batches just like yc and eventually that network itself then uh you know also helps their other peers and things like that that's function over there yeah got it super interesting thanks for sharing that i think that's helpful to know and that's the very crux of giving back uh, i also saw in the press release that it's for emerging markets as a focus as well if i'm not wrong and that was also very interesting to see the other part is also that you know you came up with crypto relief if i'm not wrong which was during uh, the covid times and there was a bunch of things going on if you had to expand and give us a preview to your personality beyond the sandeep that you know runs polygon along with the team uh what is all of that entail and who are you beyond the founder that we know of i think that'll be an interesting thing just to understand what keeps you going beyond immediate work you spoke about the mission centricity that you have and the other things would love to know those aspects of life for you i think on on covid fund see it might look like you know i am too much into this you know charity and things like that but actually the covid one was more of a angry response towards covid from my side like you know i was like you know because the covid like you know we always have two kind of response fight or flight right so we have been all flighting like fi- running away from covid like stay inside home stay inside home and that part when there was this big wave and i was trying to help uh, you know some people uh, you know in india who would like we would start with like 20 pe- people in the morning and then you know by the afternoon like half of them would be gone right so that kind of like there was already a lot of frustration and my brother in law is was actually leading a hospital's covid uh, response division right so he would also call me sometime and you know just like i could feel that he was in too much pain like when the oxygen like he's scared that after two days if the oxygen doesn't arrive then these 20 25 people in the icu are going to go and then you know we don't i don't think many people talk about impact of that covid second wave on the mental health of indian doctors like you know i mean that was really really crazy and all these things were bubbling up and all that and then suddenly my in my house like in my home everybody got covid like when i launched that tweet i also had covid right so if you you want to know like as a founder i am i would say more impulsive like to take action on something like when my intuition says no this is like this is i knew that this is very problematic like getting crypto money first of all raising crypto money outside of india and then bringing how would i bring that money back to india right and plus from the donors you can't do kyc and things like that right like there were so many issues like if if i had when i discussed with everybody everybody like no 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 dude you don't do this don't do this right and sometimes now i have felt like why did i do this this is so painful right because because you know there is just too much of complexity in crypto money converting it into the bank then sending it to indian in india also like it's not like you can send foreign donations like easily it's not possible like there is fcra approved ngos only where you can send the money and there are like so much of paperwork and all that and then on top of that this is the base rails right on top of that then you have to find luckily we got a you know volunteer community who's like uh you know was finding who needs it and how to source it and this and that and this is all when polygon was also growing going crazy so you know if you want to ask me how i am like i would not say that i am like a very big charity person i keep helping you know people like whoever are there like in the, I, and i started with my family only first because i come from a very very humble background right so my 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 uncles and all that would be somebody would be doing like menial laborer job or kuli stuff and what not like whatever so i first started to help them and then you know when i had enough then i see like whoever in our community i can you know give and i don't give because i am like too much into charity and you know this and that no i just do it because i like it i have 
like if i i recently donated to somebody's uh, daughter getting married married in india you know how big situation is that one phone call to them and knowing like you know we knew that they are in problem and all that and then we when we donated uh, we donated or give give them that you know consider this as a gift the kind of happiness that you can see in their voice i think that's that's excuse me joy otherwise what's the point of whole, all of this money and all that so that's the only point like i don't want to sound like i am a big philanthropist and all that i am not i am more focused on impact like if like i would i'm not sure if i would consider donating all my money and all those kind of things i would rather try to build a research lab which you know all that with all that money donated to a place where they build a research lab and you know do something which fights against the all future pandemics or you know do something goes into whatever space or pushes the frontier of humanity like instead of only donating it which gets distributed for people to people to for food and things like that right you know that that's not sustainable i think enabling people is more important and that's where i would consider you know if god allows me to and this kind of success keeps going and materializes over the long term right now it's a very short term success and i i know that a lot of people are proud and happy that you know we have done it and this and that we have done it but also in crypto if you were there since 2015 there have been so many startups who were like this big where we are today like you know one of the top since that and suddenly they are nowhere so there is a very high chance like everybody should know there's a very high chance that in 2 3 years we might also die who knows what can happen right so unless and until we prove it for next 5 to 7 10 years you know we some it's very like i can't say that yes we are successful like maybe at least next 5 years we have to stay at this level of dominance and adoption and what not as a polygon community decentralize fully the network and community and everything and then if you are able to maintain then we can say yes we are successful awesome no this is wonderful to hear thanks for sharing that sandeep and so much of what i'm hearing is to not complicate or put tags or put things into fancy buckets but just simplify and get stuff done uh, and be you know impact driven if not anything else and not using fancy objectives there this is very very interesting and i think i've had an amazing time listening to your candid self as we end this conversation i think i keep reemphasizing the point that um, entrepreneurship is a challenging journey and it's more difficult than ever to be in the crypto ecosystem and build something meaningful you are on that pathway and if you had to share for future builders who are going to embark on this journey what some of your two three learnings or challenges have been through this journey i think that note would be wonderful to end on because it would just uh, make the journey a humbling experience as opposed to just seeing the fancy side that sandeep is now a millionaire what not right and this is the net worth and this is um what the valuation is in billions and all of that uh, what is the non fancy side of starting up and your learnings on that i think that would be a wonderful ending line of thought sure i think uh, two things i would say one is basically when you are coming in crypto i still see not only from india but all across the world lot of st- lot of people come and this i am talking about some people whom i know very closely who are in the ecosystem for 5 6 years they are still not fully aligned with the spirit of crypto like crypto is not a technological revolution if you think that this is like a new technology like ai and all that you are building something new in a new technology you know you are wrong you have not got it you don't get it yet and you need to get the spirit of crypto people like i see so many people who are even successful and i am very close but they still don't get the spirit of crypto and that's painful for me my first advice is if you want to become long term successful the long term successful people here are people who know the spirit of crypto this actually this this movement or this evolution of humanity from this current institution based humanity human civilization where everything is institu- is 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 institution like your government is an institution banks the apps you use the businesses you use your local municipal corporation everything is an institute or a third party and whatever you do in your life you have to interact with some third party very few part of our life has remained peer to peer right and so you know previously if you see if you go 4 500 or few thousand years back 100% of our life was peer to peer then came the kings and all that 
then our life became peer to king like everything is like the interaction with the king in some on and still 50 60 70% remain peer to peer then these institutions came in and the nation states came in then our interactions became like 50 maybe even more more than 50% like with these institutions or third parties and with these computer apps like mobile apps and all that coming in now 90% of our life is in, interacting with some third party like right now we are on zoom we are also interacting via a third party there is very less of life is peer, peer to peer and crypto is about increasing that peer to peer or increasing the voice of the individual back into the that's the evolution larger scale we are doing and that is applicable everywhere that is applicable in future not right now but in future it will be applicable how our governments are chosen chosen right now it's focused on finance and this thing then it is going to go to our gaming that is going to go to our social media applications and what not and eventually to our democracy and all that those impacts those things are going to happen like you know i think you should interview if you have not interviewed balaji like you know the clouds cloud nation and all that so so it's a revolution it's not a it's a revolution and even evolution i would say it's not like a technology and all that so get aligned with that second because i think we are short on time second small thing is that you know as a as a entrepreneur or if you want to be a web3 entrepreneur try to learn the community ethos like you know you yourself become a community member into many of these protocols because essentially what we are trying to build here is consumer owned businesses whether it's on infrastructure level whether it's a dap level it's a consumer owned business and if you are going to be a founder essentially unless you are only fully you are you want to remain fully isolated with that part especially if you if you if you want to be the leader of the project ceo whatever it is you need to learn about the community because eventually you will end up becoming a community leader you are nothing and that is important to learn so this thing but good part is especially for the indian entrepreneurs i'm saying you know our culture is like that we are like you know we stay in larger groups we are less indi- individualistic i think it it's easier for us but still you know you should keep an eye like what other community leaders are doing and things like that because you essentially end up becoming a community leader wonderful wonderful i think that sums it up really very well understand the fabric of the ecosystem and become a community leader and a community person those are cues that i'm definitely going to take back and i hope everybody else does thank you so much sandeep for your valuable time i think this was super candid of you very very organic and i love how you were so honest about the journey and did not make it seem fancy at all i think this is going to be very helpful for everyone listening and i hope you had a good time yes thank you thanks you guys for having me here thank you awesome with that we come to the end of this conversation thank you so much for tuning in to the episode I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you're finding value with the podcast, do follow it on the audio streaming platform of your choice, drop in a review and subscribe to our WhatsApp newsletter to get all the updates directly on your inbox. Thanks again. I will see you next week for another episode. Till then, I hope you record. If you never try, you'll never know. Stay tuned and keep building